Now then, nearly 7.33, the government is set to present its recommendation later this month for reforming the way we pay for electricity. Officials have been reviewing public opinions, expert discussions and a public hearing held on the issue last week. And earlier this month, the government had unveiled three proposals for reforming the billing system. All were met with controversy. Let's discuss further with Professor Yu Jong-min from the Department of Economics at Hongik University, who specialises in environmental and energy market issues. Professor Yu, thank you for taking the time. Okay, thanks for having me. So... What to do about the system? It's been a source of controversy for years. KEPCO made some changes back in 2016. Can, can you set us up for this discussion by just elaborating on that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the current billing system can be defined as a payment-based uh, a plan based on the level of usage. So uh, as we uh, use electricity more than a certain threshold, the KEPCO, the Hangzhou would charge higher rates. Uh, this would uh, increase the total expenditure for electricity exponentially. So last summer, it was really hot. And at that time, the government temporarily uh, e- uh, lowered the rate to reduce the expenditure or air conditioning. And we are expecting this situation will be repeated this year. So what triggers this debate is that we cannot repeat this temporal and uh, popularism-based policy every year. So actually, uh, this progressive billing system was adopted in uh, 1970s during the global oil shock, and it was surely outdated because our usage of electricity in recent years is definitely different from the uh, pricing system made uh, almost 50 years ago. So these three proposals to reform the system that have not exactly been met with popularity in, in any case, what would each plan offer us? Um. So the ones that just keeping the billing system, uh, but adjust the price ceilings in each stages. Uh, the other is just the temporal easing of financial burdens, like uh, as we have done in the last year, like a temporal adjustment of billing system. And the last thing is the permanent abolishing the progressive system. Whether the changes are favorable or not actually depends on who they are, and how much they actually consume the electricity. But all changes aims to ease those kind of burdens. In your opinion, which one would be the most realistic and, and beneficial in terms of decreasing the burden on households? Um, yes, it's a, um, yes, it's a very complicated problem. So, and which option is more realistic and beneficial? As I said, it depends on the, each household's patterns of consumption. So... I can't really generalize which option would be the best. Also, as I said, the minimizing the financial burden for households is not the only the policy objective. So although this could politically popular and easy to introduce, wasting energy um, made of precious resources uh, is not really recommended these days. But there's a division here, isn't there, between government officials... Um, also, if you ask KEPCO, you'll get a different answer. If you speak to various members of the public, you'll have divided opinion over which plan is optimal. Yeah. So the burning households, um, even the renewable, the electricity generation, even using uh, even renewables, uh, is very costly and not good uh, in my environmental perspective. So for the, yeah, for example, like for the shareholders of KEPCO, we not like it because 
any kinds of reforms would be towards consumer-friendly policies by reducing consumers' financial burdens, uh, but uh, reducing their revenues. So, um, uh, my opinion, I would recommend abolishing the uh, progressive billing system would be the best. There's also the argument that however we break this up, households are not the big problem here. That the, the biggest issue may be how businesses, companies, industry uses electricity throughout the year. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on applying a more stringent billing system for industrial use? For industrial use, yeah, I'm definitely against about that. Yeah, I, I'm very de- uh, against on the uh, progress billing system. Even for the household, my my opinion is on abolishing the. Uh, progressive billing system. So one of the objectives of the progressive billing system is to reduce overusage. But as you know, all devices, including air conditioning or heaters, are using electricity these days. So less people are using the first energy sources, such as coal and natural gas, because electricity is more convenient and much safer than other sources. So within current situation, it is not appropriate it's not appropriate to suppress using the electricity. So that's why we need a uh, pay-as-you-go system, like a unit uh, the, the, uh, payment rate system. It's very easy to point the finger at, at KEPCO, um, which is owned just about as a majority by the South Korean government, and, and say, well, look, you've got to carry much of the burden here. Um, But on the other hand, KEPCO is not doing well. It's suffering from losses. It recorded a loss of 1.1 trillion won last year, 630 billion won in operating losses in the first quarter of this year. And with the corporation being a public company, there are concerns that if KEPCO continues on this track, we'll have to pay for it anyway, somewhere down the line, possibly in taxes. Right. Yeah. What's your view in, in in the way in which KEPCO should be managed? Oh, yeah. So there are many. Actually, there are so many kinds of these kind of policies uh, that incurs inefficiency uh, in Korea. So government should control the prices and make it up with tax- taxes, which could be a kind of implicit tax. Uh, because somehow we, the taxpayers, need to make it up those losses. Uh, that's also against the principle payment by beneficiaries. That's the main source of economic inefficiency. So, because uh, taxpayers usually don't say anything about that, and also don't know anything about the, that those kind of make it up, the government have a tendency to do those kind of uh, subsidies, kind of implicit subsidies, uh, every year very easily. There is still this concern that we're getting a message right now: a concern about the way in which uh, businesses use. Electricity. Uh, for example, we've had a, a, a message here from 8670. I'm no expert on the electricity billing system, but as a regular consumer, it just seems unfair that the price for industrial use gets discounts, and I don't think Kepco's given a clear explanation for this. I mean, Professor Yu, I know you said before that 
that, that you're not in favour of progressive billing for anyone, including uh, businesses. But uh, do, do we need a bit more clarity from KEPCO? Um, KEPCO did announce that it will disclose the original cost for electricity starting in the second half of this year, which apparently came without a prior consultation with the government. But it, it says it will be trying to satisfy the public's right to know. Uh-huh. Is, is it clear enough? Is there hope for transparency here? Oh, yeah, that's definitely a transparency issue. Uh, but I interpret it as the sort of uh, in, indirect pressure to the government. Although the capital kind of decorated as announcement as the right to know or transparency. But it is also true that um, but consumers and shareholders or taxpayers should know about that, what's going on in the reform, but I'm not sure we cannot really call this change as reform. And the government's also facing some criticism from civic groups which accuse officials of being inconsistent with energy policies. For example, Energy Transition Korea argued lowering the electricity cost would mean increased coal-fired and nuclear power generation, which already accounts for 70 to 80% of all power supply. Yeah. that perhaps we need to be, all of us, thinking more progressively, if not a progressive system, progressively on energy sources. Um, yeah, so, so if progressive building system end up with that just lowering the uh, electricity, electricity building and that uniform um, tax rate is very low, then the, we need to worry about increasing cold fire or uh, nuclear power generation. That's what we need to, or environmental activists is worrying about. But we cannot really foresee how many, how much the uniform, uniform tax rate would be. Actually, we cannot really predict. Uh, maybe the tax rate would not be so low if we don't allow the capco, uh, have a, a net that benefit as zero. So, um, yeah, it is not really a, a right time to, uh, think about about uh, the, whether that uh, environmental activist is right or not. That's my opinion. Well, certainly, many of us should be sharing our voices to to try and urge the government to to move forward towards renewables. And if that means shouldering a little bit of an extra burden in the short term, we're mm. told repeatedly, anyway, by experts that it's already as cost-effective to go down the renewable route, but obviously there may be some teething problems with the infrastructure. Professor Yu Jong-min from the Department of Economics at Hong Kong University, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you.